From the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Bilstad. So the cat's out of the bag on Vetrano. Vetrano's back Monday. He did post. We knew that this has happened, but he hadn't made it public yet. He did post uh, late last night on social media that he uh, had an accident while water skiing. I saw that this morning. Yeah. He tried Icarus. to go slalom. He Icarus'd it. Yeah, he said he was trying to impress his kids when slalom and blew yeah. up the hamster. Skied oh, too close God. to the wake. <laughs> yep, yep. He flew too close to the sun, if yeah, you will. He went for it. Um, so, yeah, well, I'm sure he'll have plenty to share on Monday. But his, the latest update he gave us via text was he still needs help putting socks on, which is not a good sign. So. I look forward to seeing what he looks like when he's back in oh, here on Monday. Man. I'm sure he'll be moving fantastic. Oof. So anyway, we're, we're thinking about Vince, who uh, really hurt his hamstring, and uh, I'm sure it's a little bit worse than that just compared to some of his texts. He hurt himself skiing. But he'll be back Monday either way, he says, and uh, that'll be a great thing. Debbie Lazga also out. Adam Roberts is handling the roads for us today. Mike Spaulding is here, and then, of course, Brandon Snyde and Greg Hill as well. Keeping our eye on the situation in Maui, just catastrophic wildfires there, at least 36 people dead. What happened in West Maui is devastating. Absolutely devastating. So for Lahaina, Ka'anapali, Kapalua, you know, it's, it's really, really sad. That is the director of the Department of Business, Economic and Development and Tourism there in Maui. Just these wildfires, apocalyptic is one word they're using. They say Maui's been decimated. Lahaina, that tourist town, gone. Uh, people running every which way to find a way to get out, jumping into the sea to avoid the flames. It was pandemonium. Um, like it was maybe 15, 20 feet of visibility. This lady comes walking out of the smoke, just covered in soot, no shoes, walking aimlessly with two dogs, kind of like following her. Yeah, that's uh, Leif Wright. He was describing the chaos as he evacuated Lahaina there, which, which they're saying is basically gone. Again, 36 people dead. That's the latest number now we have. From the death toll, uh, we're, we're talking about 85 to 90 mile per hour wind gusts through that island there. And this thing erupted before people even realized it. One witness said they didn't even get the, the wildfire warning until after they had already evacuated. Uh, much more on what's happening in Hawaii throughout the morning right here in Wisconsin's Morning News. Right now it is 614. Brandon Snyder's got sports in a minute. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The NFL preseason is officially in full swing. The Packers down in Cincinnati this week as the two teams held a joint practice on Wednesday in preparation for Friday night's game. Quarterback Jordan Love spoke after the joint session and explained what it was like to see a different defense other than his own in practice. Yeah, it's not. I mean, I think it just comes down to seeing different looks. Um... And obviously, it's the same on offense. You know, you kind of get comfortable seeing the same looks, kind of thinking you know what they're going to be doing. Um, and then obviously, just having these unscouted looks that we haven't seen, it just it really, you know, you have to go back to your rules, just play the play out, go through your reads. Um, and like, like I said, for the receivers, just being able to see different looks is huge for them. Um, yeah, that was good. 
Speaking of playing within the rules, Elton Jenkins, the Packers, all pro guard yesterday, had a little outside the rules with the uh, couple of fights yesterday. I don't know if you guys caught any There's of the video. There's a shock. <laughs> Going against uh, DJ Reader for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. It's only news if there isn't a fight during yeah. these little double practice scrum yeah. things. It, I think I think when you have a when when you don't have a joint practice and there's a fight, that's maybe a little bit more newsworthy. But yeah, when you get two teams like this. Uh, together, uh, there's going to be some tempers. You got to set the tone, right? It's good. I, I, right. I, I show some fight. Yeah, you're all pro. You just kind of set the yeah. tone. Impress the coaches. Impress yeah. the coach. Impress the team. Rally around. Standing yeah, up for it. his quarterback. Yeah, I get I, it. You know, I don't know exactly what happened, but I'm hoping that's what it was. And it was like a good-natured fight too. It wasn't like a, <laughs> a, a, a fist <laughs> a good, was thrown. Good-natured. Yeah, a fist fight. was thrown. Where do you stand with throwing fists no, with people wearing helmets? I don't hurt oh, yourself. Negative. Negative. Open hand if it's open hand though. Open hand slap. This is work. You're good. Go to mush. work. You're not impressing anybody. Face mush. Don't get hurt. <laughs> don't yeah, don't get hurt, hurt your hand. Come yeah, on. Don't El- hurt your hands. Elton Jenkins is not hurt. He uh, will be unsure if he's going to suit up though. Packers and Bengals are set to kick off Friday night at 6 p.m. Over to the diamond for the second consecutive day. The Brewers found themselves in extra innings against the Colorado Rockies with the game tied at six apiece. Andrew Monasterio came to the plate. With the winning runner at third base, the call here on WTMJ as the Brewers walk it off in Milwaukee. Lawrence, the pitch. Chopper, left side. Big hop for the shortstop, Tovar. Throw to first is low, and it gets past Tolia, and the Brewers win it. Tolia couldn't dig it out, and the Brewers walk it off in the bottom of the 10th, 7-6 your final. Lane grinned on the call here as the Brewers take home the win. I was sweating again yesterday watching the game. The good news the Brewers winning their 62nd game of the season. The even better news, both the Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds lost on Wednesday, meaning Milwaukee gained a game in the standings on each of those teams, moving their lead to two and a half games in the race for the National League Central Crown. The Brewers with an off day today. They will head out on a nine-game, a crucial nine-game road trip starting in Chicago against the White Sox on Friday night. And lastly, we'll stay within baseball. Another no-hitter, Philly starter Michael Lorenzen. Tossing 124 pitches in route to throwing the 14th hitter, no hitter in Philly's franchise history. 124 pitches, <laughs> quite All right. the performance for him. Man, Uke was in rare form yesterday. As we go to break, here you go. A flock of birds just flew by our broadcast booth here. <laughs> they almost Wait. came all the way in. Yeah, waiting on Tippy Hedren. She was in there too. <laughs> See her walking by here, we'll be in trouble. So glad that I have Google because I had to Google Tippy Hedren and now I know she was in the birds. Yes. <laughs> well, how about this? At the Wisconsin State Fair every year, they have the Governor's Blue Ribbon Livestock Auction and. How about that? A high-energy, successful event raising all kinds of money. Joining us now from the Wisconsin State Fair is Tess Kirkson. How much cash are we talking about yesterday, Tess? We're talking um, $403,000 for Wisconsin youth. That's fantastic. Absolutely incredible. So what happens with that? So these kids who are raising these these grand champion steers, these market lamb, all these different animals, that money goes to a scholarship fund? Is that how that works? Exactly. It goes into a scholarship fund for them um, that they can use. And, I mean, these these youth in Wisconsin, they take so much time for raising their animals um, and getting them to the point where they can exhibit at this high level. Um, and then 
they raise money for scholarships. It's it's really an incredible process. And Tess, it's hard for me to believe, probably not for you since you're out there every single day, but I can't believe it's already the last Thursday of the State Fair. What do you guys got on tap for uh, for today? Today is Prairie Farms Day, which we honor educators on this day from 10 to 4 a, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, and you just have to show your, your school ID that you work at the school, um, and you get in for free. It's, it's really great promotion with Prairie Farms Dairy, and it's something we're really proud of to honor educators. Um, we also have a Duncan sampling truck today, which everyone's really excited about. Hmm. There will be some coffee in Central Park. Um, perk you up a bit, have some fun. Um, and then, of course, we have our one of our biggest shows tonight, REO Speedwagon with uh, Edwin McCain. And that's just going to be fantastic. Looks like we've got some great weather ahead. Um, so we're just really excited about today. I was going to say, you're going to have a great crowd just because of that headliner tonight. They come early and they'll stay all day. That's right. I mean, I mean, that's the best way to do it. Um, get your whole day in because your, your your concert ticket has your admission in it. So just come all day, go to the different music stages, and then top it all off at the end of the night at REO Speedwagon. Any tickets left for that? Yes, there are tickets still available for REO Speedwagon. Um, and, and sometimes when we get close to the show, some of those holds that we have on certain seats and stuff, we take those off. So there could be some really good seats available. So it's always worth checking WISTateFair.com the day of the show to see if any cool seats came available. Well, kudos to you, Tess, and the team there. I, I was working with some of the staff earlier this week when we were down there, and it's just great. Everyone, everyone's got a smile on their face. Everyone's working hard, have a lot to do, but they seem to be enjoying it at the same time. Absolutely. Everyone's having so much fun. I mean, it's a state fair. What can, what can you say? Well, enjoy your sleep on Monday. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely will. Definitely will. Tess Kirkson from the Wisconsin State Fair, the State Fair Scoop here on Wisconsin's Morning News. Have a good day at the fair today, Tess. Thanks so much. One of the best to ever do it. I've said for years, I, I discovered the band when I was in high school. My, uh, my brothers actually played it, and they, he was one of the best to ever do it. Robbie Robertson has passed away, and if you don't know the name, you know the music. And if you don't know the band, <laughs> go find some of them right now and play it. You'll love it. Robbie Robertson passes away. He was 80 years old. Um, all kinds of music. I mean, he played with everybody. He played with Dylan uh, he also worked with Scorsese and was just a ridiculous writer. In fact, you could, he is the reason why the band Nazareth has the band Nazareth. Because he wrote that in The Wait, that he pulled up the Nazareth. And uh, they liked that song so much that they created their band name from that lyric from The Wait. So this guy passes away. It's worth, it's worth enjoying his music for a half a minute because there's no one. Oh, there's a few people that are pretty good. But there's no one, I think, of his stature that is so unknown outside of the music world than Robbie Robertson. So uh, one of the best to ever play the guitar, Robbie Robertson, uh, Robbie Robertson passing away at the age of 80 years old. Even honored last night by Springsteen in uh, Wrigley. Right 
Time to celebrate an everyday superhero. Everyday hero presented by Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, transforming the culture of care. Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living. So yes, we like to celebrate everyday hero. This is when we celebrate the average John or Jane Doe who had no idea that when they got up that morning that they'd be saving a life. Today we celebrate a man from New York. This is Hadley, New York, Saratoga County. His name is Devin Robarg. He's 18 years old. He saved two people from a Saratoga County river. Whitewater Rapids, the river got caught, taken a raft away. The raft deflated. Two people stuck on a rock with crazy rivers, and he went down there. So there was a raft that was uh, wrapped around the rock, stuck from the water. There was a uh, one of the customers had been uh, freed from the boat and was standing on top of the rock, and uh, there was a younger girl that was stuck on the side, and she was the one that was uh, trapped. Yeah, so you had this young woman who was kind of trapped in the being pushed by the rock, and then you also had this guy standing on the rock. Again, this river just roaring, and he was able to get there. The girl's uh, leg was pretty well stuck on the rock, and I, I actually thought that her leg was broken because of the amount of water pressure that was on her leg from the side of the raft. So he waited there and helped as officials were able to get there. He helped make that happen. Again, this river was was moving. Anytime you're in fast-moving water, you know, there's 4,000 cubic feet of water per second coming down through this river, so it's incredibly powerful. So congratulations and thank you to Devin Robarg, 18 years old. My favorite part of this story, that audio, courtesy of News 10 there in Hadley, New York, is uh, the reporter talking about the, the woman who we thought maybe had a broken leg. Apparently she's okay and here's how we know. Devin says he is now close to the woman he helped save. She did not want to talk about it at this time, but he tells me she is okay, a little banged up, with no major injuries. So what does that mean when he says... Devin says he is now close to the woman he helped save. <laughs> so did he use that? Like when they were on the rock together? So do you want to go see Oppenheimer? Like how are they close? Is there like a date? And does she know that they're close? <laughs> she, she's like, wait, what are you talking about? All I said was thank you. Everyday Superhero presented by Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, transforming the culture of care. I only texted you once, Devin. Back off. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Mark Canna scored the winning run in the bottom of the 10th inning as the NL Central leading Milwaukee Brewers beat the Colorado Rockies 7-6 on Wednesday afternoon to secure their 62nd win of the season. With the victory, the Brewers now leading the NL Central by two and a half games over the Cubs and the Reds. No game today for Milwaukee as they will begin a nine-game road trip starting tomorrow against the White Sox. The Packers are in Cincinnati this week to begin their preseason. The two teams held a joint practice on Wednesday afternoon before kicking off week one of the preseason, which will begin on Friday night. And lastly, former Las Vegas Raiders receiver Henry Ruggs was sentenced Wednesday to three to ten years in prison for a 2021 drunken driving crash that killed a Las Vegas woman and her dog. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. 
it's officially that time of year here in Milwaukee and all throughout baseball, whether you were aware of it or not. The race for October got underway this week, and especially for our brew crew. As it stands right now, it is a three-team race in the division with the surging Cubs starting to cool off a bit as they have just lost two out of three in New York, and the Reds, who seemingly can't find a win in August. The Brewers just wrapped up a roller coaster of a series with one of the worst teams in baseball, winning two out of three at home before they head out on a crucial nine-game road trip. From here on out, get ready, Brewers fans. Every game will feel like it matters more and more as the days start to count down to fall. School's back in session. And believe me, that's a good thing. Please don't ever lose sight of that and what it means to be a contender year in and year out. As tight as the division race is this season, the Brewers, in my opinion, are just one hot streak away from walking away, yes, walking away with the NL Central division crown. Over the last 10 games, the Brewers are sitting right at 500 with five wins and five losses, still leading the division by two and a half games. As frustrating as this season has been at times, and well, let's be honest, it's been a roller coaster of a season. If this team can find a way to dig out of their offensive struggles, let's say in the next two weeks, With this pitching, this team could easily speed off of the division and cruise into another title. Each game matters, each win, and each loss are magnified under the scope of criticism. It doesn't matter from here on out how it happens at this point of the season. A win is a win. Big news coming from the Wisconsin Dells. The country's tallest water slide will open at Mount Olympus Water and Theme Park in the Dells next year. The rise of Icarus joining us in studio, ESPN Milwaukee's Jen Latta. Are you a water slide person? Will you take part in the rise of Icarus? So, good morning, guys. Um, I will if we go to the Wisconsin Dells. We haven't been in a while, okay. um, and we need to. Our girls are five and three, so I feel like we need to hit that like sweet spot ah, of yeah. ages. They can't swim yet either, so talk about a mom fail. You're, uh, la- <laughs> <we> <laughs> you're got, a lazy river person right? right now. So, so here's the thing. I have done the world's fastest roller coaster okay. when I was in Abu Dhabi, and that sucker just pew, shoots you out. I think it, it's up to like... 120 miles per hour, something insane like that, just for the straightaway. And then the rest of it's pretty much like a roller coaster, regular roller coaster. Sure. And when we were in Germany this past June, we went to the world's largest indoor water park. And I bring that up because at the world's largest indoor water park, uh, it's where they used to build the, like the Hindenburgs, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, they repurposed it as a water park. Anyway, <laughs> they have park, right? these really tall water slides. And I get a little claustrophobic, guys. So tight spaces, like a water slide tube, intimidates me a little bit. Okay. And so I'm standing in the line. I'm standing in the line. My husband and I are going to race down these you know, tubes that are next to each other, these water slide tubes. And I chickened out. I was like, nope, nope, nope. I had a panic attack, like where I was like, got very uncomfortable. So I calmed myself down, got back on, and then I ended up counting through the water slide. And I was on that water slide for a good 57 seconds. Wow. To me, that's what matters more than the height. Because you can have a really tall water slide that goes straight down and be off it in like, what, 16 seconds, that's 20 seconds. But you get the windy, 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 zig and zag yeah, and yeah. da, da, da. And all of a sudden you're in it. You're on it for like a minute or so. See, I like so that, that to me is like. And that's what this one difference. is. Like looking at the renderings of it, it it's like a <laughs> cylindrical piece in the middle and the water slide like wraps around it. So it looks like you'd be on there for quite a while. So the Rise of Icarus Tower, the Journal Sentinel's got the specs. 
will include five single rider body slides. Four of them will be 60 feet tall, the tallest rising 145 feet into the air, which I, doing the math here, I think that's like about 50 yards. Yeah, 48.3 yards. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Just to be exact. We like to be exact here. (laughs) So I like what you're saying, Jen, because that idea of the length actually... That actually intrigues me more than being higher in the air. Sure. Because then you can enjoy the ride a little bit you longer. Just, and you're just on it for a really long time, right? We talk about when you go to like a, a theme park yeah. and you wait in line and you wait in line and how the ratio of the time you wait has to make sense for the time you're on the Correct. ride. Like there's a new ride at Disney World. Uh, I think it's Tron, which is great. It's it's innovative. It's different. You're mm-hmm. on a motorcycle, mm-hmm. right? Sounds awesome. But it's literally like a minute and a half. And then you're like, thanks for coming. See you later. And you're like, well, that wasn't worth the wait. Here's my problem with this ride. It's called the Rise of Icarus. Oh, yeah. And Icarus, if people don't know, is about what a mythical god who gets wings and enjoys his wings so much that he flies so close to the sun that that they they melt melt and he (laughs) falls to his peril. Why are we building a ride called the Rise of Icarus, which we're touting as the tallest ride in the country? We're trying to get to the sun, so maybe. Yeah. That's interesting. And I don't know if a lot of people know the story of Icarus, but Icarus, I feel like, has been quoted or at least mentioned a lot of times in song, right? When they talk about people like, going too far or taking too many risks. They talk about Icarus who flew too close to the sun. Is there something else that you think it should be named? Uh, That's a great question. Tall slide? Probably not Icarus. (laughs) I don't know. Monster tower. Tall slide. There we go. You know what? We ran out of all of the ideas. (laughs) It's better than Icarus. (laughs) Right. State the obvious. Medusa's tongue or something. I don't know. They got weird ones over there. All right. Jed Lana from ESPN Milwaukee. You got a show to do. Yes. Let you get to it. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. 657 B.